0: Although my g's y'all should sure know what it is it is bka watts one half of the blurs and clips podcast right here on the pro 3 ent network as always delivering you a flawless repetitious intro sitting next to my partner in crime
1: you know the reason why i love olive garden so much it's because when i'm there i'm family <laughs> <laughs> yes that
0: was a good one yeah it's
1: Vigatron Um, I'm not even award winning today
0: Fuck it Why not? I don't know Just cause But you're always award winning Once award winning Always award winning Nigga I guess
1: It's not the same as family
0: You are It's not All right. Anyway Yeah As soon as I leave here I gotta go to Family Dollar (laughs) stupid shit anyway <laughs> oh my god all right so listen man y'all should know what's up man it is blurs and clips our tv movie video game and whatever the hell else we feel like talking about Podcast because it's our goddamn show what we will not be talking about is your mixtape don't ask me don't ask me don't ask me we are not talking about your mixtape actually you can't
1: ask me you can't ask me about talking about your mixtape the answer still no
0: but i'm just saying you can ask actually you can't ask me i take that back because myself and my partner Am are about to launch a new podcast called That Music Ish, and it will be live very soon. With that being said, we will be doing music and album reviews, so on and so forth, single reviews, blah blah blah. But we will not be doing over there though. Is talking about celebrity gossip and drama and shit because that's fucking weird, and I don't give a shit about none of that. So yeah, don't ask for blurs and clips to talk about your shit though, because fuck that that ain't what this about otherwise we gonna go ahead and roll into some of these subjects because there are a few things that happened this week a couple shits came out a little bit of news you know i got my box office nerd shit that i've been checking in with tapping in every fucking second that i possibly could so i can get an idea and fortunately since we had some stuff going on yesterday we're recording today we're able to get a pretty good idea of what the weekend box office is going to look like so there's some exciting shit there Of course, we got Marvel coming back, punching y'all in the mouth with the shang, And a few other things have happened. So, of course, first I'm going to ask, as always, how was your week, my nigga? I spent the week with family. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I didn't see that dumbass shit coming.
1: Because, stop asking me about my week, nigga. Come on, man. Nobody cares.
0: You're telling people. (laughs) Hey, it's Bobby (laughs) Frostbite.
1: the people fuck the people you know it was only one of my favorite shits from Bob, i'm gonna get you sucker You'd be like yeah what about the people man the people fuck the people and he had stop himself that's that's very subtly one of my
0: favorite lines from that movie because yeah fuck the people <laughs> <laughs> fuck the people but not family but not never family so
1: what your brother ain't come back from nowhere and try to kill you this week or no shit no your
0: long lost brother you didn't know nothing about or didn't tell anybody about (laughs) no i didn't have any of those things occur my brother did come in town super random he came to town and i ain't seen his ass so my brother is a rapper you know so but he all harmonizing hummy singy ass rapper too so he got it so he's an artist and shit so he came here and shooting videos and shit like that so i didn't see him um i think the nigga left already but yeah yeah this week just watched some shit Took my ass to the theater. Definitely made sure I went and did that. That was cool. Caught up on some shit on, on streaming. And otherwise, the baby started school this week. So it was like, oh, get out. So I was enjoying a little bit of peace and playing catch up. So, you know, just trying to get, uh, get back active and into the swing of things. Let's roll into some of this streaming activity. We got Vacation Friends, which actually did... Big numbers this week or, uh, over on streaming, which is great. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Little Rail, Congratulations to him. And John Cena. Because he's not... He didn't start off that great. I feel like most of the wrestlers uh, don't.
1: Oh, you're talking about just period of him being in movies? And yeah. He, yeah. Well, I mean, I never watched him wrestle either, so I, I didn't have an affinity for him. But, yeah, I definitely i am cool with him in, in the, the film front.
0: Yeah, I think he was... In the, the 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 daddy's home joint that was cool, with uh Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. Oh, I barely remember that. Right, and then like the sequel, John Cena came in, which was yeah. pretty funny.
1: Yeah, I don't really remember that shit at all. I watched it one time. Not that I had a problem with those movies, but I don't really remember him in it. But not you mentioned it, I forgot that that was. Kind of a thing, but all I thought of it was just Mel Gibson being sort of the antagonist in that one. I don't remember. John well, Cena yeah, because
0: remember it was it was a situation where it was like Will Ferrell was like the super soft, super friendly, super sensitive. Right. Mark Wahlberg was like the rough and tough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the cool dad with the motorcycle and the leather jacket and shit. Right. And then John Cena was like even worse than him. <laughs> like, so he pulled up at the end of the movie and was like, Oh, okay, yeah. So mm-hmm. you know whatever. Like so that that was that was cool but it was minor and then from there we got I mean shit he's been in quite a few joints at this point but
1: that's what I'm saying I only think of him from train wreck and everything that he started getting more
0: sort of starring bigger yeah. supporting roles in
1: so I don't yeah. like I said I don't remember that shit at all
0: for sure then you know obviously we got him in Suicide Squad wasn't he in one of the fucking fast movies the Suicide Squad yeah the the family the (laughs) (laughs) fucking suicide squad but this was this was good though this had this had i I feel like the suicide squad and and both this had a lot of him a lot of screen time a lot of shit to do yeah i mean well he was definitively a
1: co-star he was second billing with will real so
0: right it was definitely his movie and well
1: yeah because the, the the wife she's I can't tell you the name of either one of the wives. That's what I'm saying. That's so, what I'm saying. Yeah.
0: Like so, like so, so little rail's wife is newish, at least I'll say that because I don't remember. I don't know her. Of, uh, I think much.
1: that that one had actually been her
0: first movie or something. No, I, I know. I know the. I know the wife, John Cena's wife, and that shit. Yeah, She's like that. brand spanking new. But I've, she I've was solid. I've seen her in
1: something else before, but I don't know. Maybe I'll have to verify that because
0: I liked her a lot.
1: I'm swearing somebody was practically brand new that I didn't expect to be, really, really, really brand new. Well, no, okay. So, the black wife, Ebony. Nah, she's been in a few things. She was. Yeah, oh, that's shit. why I said oh, she's, she's an insecure. So that's why I don't. Okay, know
0: her. so that's why I said she's new-ish. Yeah. To the movie, to the movie side of shit, but yeah. the but like I said, John Cena's wife is super new, and she was in Night School, which I don't
1: remember shit about,
0: and the Kevin Hart movie. Yep. Yeah. No. So
1: yeah, she's been mostly TV, and like I said, thirty-three episodes of Insecure, and then so yeah, as far as film, yeah, this is like one of her, one of her few first films. But John Cena's wife, though, no, nah, I could have swore I know her from. She might be newer, but I feel like I know her from something else. Like I've seen some stuff. No, she's got forty-two under her belt. So what do I know her for? Oh, Palm Springs, because yeah, because I watched Palm Springs. You didn't yet? Okay, yeah, yeah. So Palm Springs was one of the newer shit. She was in Brightburn.
0: Oh, shit. For real?
1: Yep. Apparently. That shit just didn't do well. But definitely, like I said, since I saw Poem Springs more recently, I don't know if I actually talked about, if we only talked about Poem Springs off camera or if I actually brought it up on the show. I don't think I brought it up on the show. No, it was off
0: camera. But yeah, she she doesn't have anything major, though.
1: Not really, because, I mean, she's got a whole bunch of other shows and everything that I'm seeing her here on, but not nothing major that I can think of.
0: What is her name? <laughs> uh, Meredith Meredith White Lady. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So yeah, congratulations to Meredith White Lady on your uh, Meredith Hagner, or or to, to the whole cast on a on a pretty successful outing. That joint, I laughed quite oh, a bit. Here,
1: here's what's funny. Now that we bring this up, guess who she's married to?
0: Hmm. White Russell. Really? Yep. You know what? I did see that. I did see that. Yeah. So. Yes. So, good old U.S. agent. Right. Who I have a Funko Pop for across the room.
1: Yeah, and and I saw, they actually had, um, because, you know, I I get the uh, Marvel Legends figures, and they actually had a good deal of wall of the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier shit. And they had, but I didn't like the way the figure looked, so I just didn't get it. I did. Because, I mean, I actually get a lot of Captain America related shit which is weird because i'm not really captain america fan but i've always liked the design yeah in some ways so yeah and i looked at it it was just it was a little bit too plain i didn't get it plus they didn't even give him a shield it didn't come with a shield oh no that's why and they give so many other characters shields like they could have put a fucking shield in that bitch even if like i don't understand why they didn't do that but yeah so i didn't get one but yeah well did he have one in the end even if it doesn't matter because no, since I'm they just gave him I'm just, I'm just the Shield at the beginning of the series, and even if they would have gave him his bullshit version, right. it would have been better than nothing. Like you put fucking accessories in all these figures, and you don't give us Shield. Like what the fuck kind of shit is that?
0: No, I don't disagree. Yeah, he he definitely could have had the uh, the the bullshit rickety one. That would have been dope. That actually right. would have been dope. It's still all the same plastic. Like
1: Hasbro was being cheap as fucking in that
0: regard. So it'd be happening, man. Right.
1: So yeah, what, what did you think of, of the movie? I liked it enough. like it, did, it didn't really stick with me, but I mean, it was consistently funny throughout in some ways where I didn't really have any complaints. It was another one of those movies where as much as we try to not make it racial, but we live in America, it was one of those you could swap out Lil Rel and his fiance with anyone and it would still be the same shit, which is what I like. Because that's what the whole thing of motherfuckers always talking about representation and not really understanding what that means in the sense of like everything doesn't have to be tailor-made to whatever your race is. It could just be the story and it just happens to be some black people are the main focus of the story
0: and it worked in that vein. For sure. <clears throat> I th- I think my biggest criticism with the movie was actually a little real because through the course of this joint, so like when I think, I mean, he had a very, very small role in Judas and the Black Messiah, but like he was there. When I think about him in Get Out, when I think about him in a bunch of shit that I've seen him in, Lil' Rail is Lil' Rel. You know what I mean? Like he, right. he has his own thing, why we like him and why we think he's funny. In this, I felt like Lil' Rail was doing a Kevin Hart.
1: I don't know so much if if I feel like he was doing a Kevin Hart, but I mean, he was just, he was playing the straight man as he was supposed to. And he was playing to me since the movie is for so formulaic based on the idea and the principle of what that movie is, you already know what's going to happen. He was playing that typical role that again, anybody could have been in. So he wasn't really given little rail time, which I don't know was not was completely necessary. Right. And just being part of that cast and part of that ensemble to do what they needed to do. I didn't have a problem with it because of the fact that he wasn't trying to overdo it. But I mean, a lot of times with Kevin Hart, that is Kevin Hart's thing. He's not really being the funny guy per se. He's being the straight man that gets put into situations where he's then reacting to it. So that's, I understand what you're saying, but I'm not really putting that on him and saying there was some loss there. It was just more like, no, he's playing the typical of that our typical,
0: character understood and then and that's and, and yeah you're, you're, you're very much correct because anybody could have done it and quite possibly would have potentially played it the same way and it would have felt like that but since we see Kevin Hart do that shit so much mm-hmm. it feels like a Kevin Hart thing it felt very much like that though and it was just like why
1: well even still like Kevin Hart is still you know if you want to say the black version of so many other comedic actors before him white and otherwise that end up falling into that category where they're, they end up playing the straight man that's reactionary to everything. And even when you look at, you know what, like almost like a perfect example, cause I wanted to kind of segue to that Ed Helms. Mm-hmm. So when you think about the, every time Ed Helms plays is some shit, he's playing that type of character. And then even when you look at the hangover movies, the, the main characters outside of Zach Galifianakis are not there necessarily to be funny. All these motherfuckers do is react to the fucked up shit around them. For sure. So, yeah, that stereotypical, and like I said, you know, archetype of type of character, yeah, that's what Kevin Hart just keeps playing for whatever reason. It's fine. Make your money, bro. Yeah, 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 for sure. I just ain't gonna laugh at all them stand-up jokes. <laughs> but... <laughs>
0: I that's neither you. here nor there,
1: but I've never been a, a fan of Kevin Hart's stand up. Like, still do what you do, but yeah, I've I've always been okay with watching him on screen, but I I'm not there for the stand up. But that's just me.
0: I just got kind of tired of both after a while. Yeah, I feel it, but
1: I, I don't think I've watched as many Kevin Hart movies overall. Like, I think there's tons of stuff from him that's come out that I still have never watched.
0: Like, I didn't watch a couple uh, like serious joints that he's been in in the past few years. Well like even like the fatherhood shit as a reason Like I
1: I have not watched
0: that uh, You're right yeah I, I didn't I mean Look I experience fatherhood Every day I don't know that I necessarily <laughs> need to Fucking watch <laughs> a movie about it to not get funky with you So no not necessarily what I was looking for Especially raising a baby daughter I've seen the good majority of his shit Everything starting back to you know Soul plane paper soldiers You know bullshit joints like that Going into you know shit's like get hard and you know so on so forth i i will give that nigga credit my most recent favorite performance turned in from kevin hart was definitely him as danny glover in jumanji 2 i still never watched that it was great can't lie to you that shit was great when he when he became kevin hart (laughs) and to touch his mind Where's the rest of me? <laughs> <laughs> ah, nigga. I was like this is going to be great.
1: Oh <laughs> ah, yeah. I, I, I probably need to check that out. Sounds like a good family movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely was.
1: <laughs> now, nah, uh and then we apologize ahead of time for all of these dumbass late ass family jokes cuz I'm sorry for for as much as that meme was going around and it's one of those things that Regardless I guess it's kind of like Crying Jordan To a certain degree The shit doesn't stop Being funny So mm-hmm. fuck it It is what it is But Yeah apologies
0: Shit's to gonna be hilarious sense. Forever dog <laughs> Fuck all the bullshit Right Nigga <laughs> <Right. laughs> yeah. You can't mention the family <laughs> Without Without chuckling And thinking about Vin Diesel And the terrible ass So yeah So Vacation Friends Was definitely solid I would say Check that joint out Why not It's It's Right there on your TV For the free To just go and cut on Why the fuck not? Support little rail one time. That black man out here getting his money and and making y'all laugh with the funnies. So that's cool. John Cena held it down. Very funny. Him and that that whole dynamic of the relationship was definitely very funny. But this is definitely a movie that niggas have seen before.
1: Yeah, it's it's every bit of you know a typical following the formula of the the friend or whatever that you can't stand that you try to get away from. And then somehow at the end, you realize their value and you know, they're really your best friend or whatever by the end of the movie kind of shit. So you've seen it before, but I mean, yeah, some key. of the jokes in
0: between you kind of haven't. So I mean, shit. Cause it's, it's like, yeah, it definitely, it definitely takes me to like Hangover with like Zach Galifianakis and how he was just fucking ridiculous in that shit. While everybody else was like straight around him, and then same and same with uh, him and Robert Downey Jr. in fucking do date, right? It's like it's like this would be that if they would have if they would have had their their relationship counterparts along with them for those movies,
1: right? But I mean, yeah, it's it's even though I think Robert Downey probably had a few more moments for him. Oh, for sure, for ones, sure, for sure. Yeah, but because yeah, his his fucking. He's different. His, yeah, his, his sarcasm and, and all that shit works on certain levels, but yeah, it, it was still, like I said, very predictable in essence. It follows the formula because even the one thing that for any of you that didn't watch it yet, I'm not going to spoil it, but just to you, I saw it coming in regard to the leap of faith, we'll call it. For sure, and, and for sure how that was going to affect things later. I didn't. I didn't. As soon as when I thought about it I was like, what's the catch going to be? And I was like, I was thinking I was like, of course, it's going to be this thing of when they first showed up to the wedding. And I was like, okay. So, this is going to happen and he's going to figure this, but I'm like it's probably not going to be the case, but it was like, oh, when they had the whole discussion about protect or unprotect and I'm like
0: that's what's going to kick it in. But that was that was <laughs> that was the part that I that I didn't get. I knew where they were going with it and I knew he was going to be wrong. Right right and I knew but, that but when <laughs> but I thought I about it know. I was like
1: how and then I was like oh it's that because he told him to do the shit that he was thinking of not doing and I was like yeah, for sure that made everything right so anyway yeah 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 but watch right. like I said you ain't doing shit else you want to laugh watch
0: that shit listen I, look, I fucking laughed and people I saw a couple of people on you know Facebook and shit like that like man y'all hyping this movie up and I was like nigga it was funny like, <laughs> like nobody said that it was I don't know what's super funny for real I, I don't know. Nobody said it was fucking coming to America. Nah, but,
1: oh god we can't <laughs> spare a moment without fucking beating that dead horse because I was just about to say y'all niggas like coming to America but you already beat me to the punch. Fuck it.
0: Yep. <sighs> there we go. Uh, <laughs> you know what? You right. These motherfuckers did like coming to America. They enjoyed it. I man, this, right. is, this is hilarious. It's almost good as the first. <laughs> you motherfucker! You motherfucker! <sighs> that was for you, Eddie. Yeah, just as good <laughs> as the first one. What was y'all expecting? something good, <laughs> right? Yeah, pretty much. That's, that's, that's how that shit go. So yeah, that was that was definitely cool. I quite enjoyed that. I also caught Nine Perfect Strangers over on Hulu. That was that was cool. It star. It actually has a pretty heavy cast. It has Nicole Kidman, who also is producing on that joint, so of course makes sense. Regina Hall is in that thing. Melissa McCarthy is in that joint, and uh, and a whole little slew of other recognizable faces in that joint. It, it's actually it's it's cool. You got a bunch of people who are going through different things uh, in their lives at different points, and they all come to a, a retreat of sorts. To come mm-hmm. and you know do a 10 day to do a 10 day disconnect retreat cleanse and try to get themselves together, get their mental health in check make some changes for their health and things of the sort so whatever it is that they come in there for they basically have a Russian fucking life coach guru there who is literally mapping out every minute of this ten days for them to basically turn their lives around and have them walking out of her facility as new people. A few of them have chance encounters with each other on the way, to the facility, and then they get there. Some of them already fucking hate each other, like <laughs> just from bumping into each other in the streets or in the store or whatever the case may be. Uh, and they all have their own different thoughts, different agendas, different reasons for for being there, and, and some shared and connected things going on that they may or may not know about. They did not release the whole season. It is a series, so it came out with the first three episodes. The fourth episode came out a few days ago. I am up to date on it as of right now from <laughs> from one fucking sitting so that was cool i actually enjoy it the the cast is solid the dialogue is 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 pretty is strong for me and you know just kind of looking to figure out what is to come has been interesting in this first couple episodes i wouldn't say it's fucking amazing or know that's gonna blow you away but it was enjoyable so far spending this time with these characters and, and, and seeing these people in some different type of roles than what we've seen them in before.
1: Work. So since you're already going to go on this tangent about shit that you've seen that I have not seen and just overall of just throwing stuff out there, I figure we'll go ahead and um, keep it circling back to all of this Hulu shit. Cause again, that's something Hulu. So for vacation sure. Friends, Nine Perfect Strangers, you said. And then also, because I have a couple of things that needed to get off. So when I mentioned Palm Springs, Palm Springs is also on Hulu. It is a movie with Andy Sandberg and another lady that I can't think of her name right now, but I know her from something. But, uh, and it also has J.K. Simmons. This is something you should also check out. Is actually it was critically appraised a bit. Didn't know anything about it, but it's, it's something different. I mean, if you like movies that basically follow some of that that formula of the uh, Groundhog Day thing where it's basically being in the time paradox and trying to get everything right. This is kind of just like that, except for the fact that, you know, the premise is a little bit different. Andy Sandberg shows up to a uh, wedding with his girlfriend that he obviously should not be with. And in the midst of this, let's say by the end of the night, he ends up going into this cave to which once he goes into the cave, it makes him restart the day all over again. And so on and so forth. And of course, he's trying to figure out how to get out of the loop of, you know, this time issue, but it has something to do with the cave and keep trying to repeat the same day over and over again. It's pretty clever, at least in that sense, since it's a little bit different about, you know, the Catalyst for. but it's also very funny. Like I said, it's kind of underrated or obviously like under the radar. So that's another one. Also, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar with uh, Kristen Wiig. And what's her name? What's her name? I'm actually going to do the right thing and say her name. Annie Momolo, who she also wrote Bridesmaids with. They play like these almost atypical, almost like 80s-like ladies or like 80s, early 90s housewife kind of women, but they're not actually housewives. They're actually single as fuck. And they end up going to Vista Del Mar, which is a, a resort. And in that resort, they can end up getting caught up in a whole bunch of intrigue and espionage that they're not fully aware of, like with spies and all that kind of shit. It's kind of like an over-the-top comedy in some ways. Like, it seems subtle, and then they do shit where you just really don't expect it. But I would definitely say if you liked Bridesmaids, and you like the writing on that, it's pretty on par with that in certain ways. It's not as funny as Bridesmaids, but I mean, it definitely is something different there with it. And like, they really take it there with a lot of what, what's going on. So there's a lot of things that are not atypical in a comedy that you would expect from a movie like this where they kind of throw you curveballs every now and then and the shit's kind of silly. So it's, it's almost, you know what, I, now that i thought thought about it, it's almost like watching a Will Ferrell, Adam McKay-directed movie where okay. it's kind of like that and then every now and then they throw some shit at you where you're like, yo, this is silly as fuck so you
0: remember that for whatever reason. It's more in that vein. Got you. did Did either of them? I mean, <clears throat> spoilers, but do either of them die by the end? Nah. Oh, perfect. So then the next one they can go to Marina Del Rey.
1: No, they definitely didn't die. Like I said, it's it, it almost it, it's one of those things where it follows that thing of like two best friends that kind of get separated. And you know, they end up getting going through their thing over like they're mad at each other, but you think it's going to go one way how it normally goes but it doesn't even go that way and it's like it's squashed real early on but it's it's a lot of things that you'll see coming that you swear up and down and it's like nah she's not gonna do that and then they end up doing shit and you're like alright that's that where it gets props for it it just it doesn't follow the, the complete formula of that shit like I said it's there to kind of throw you curveballs but yeah check that shit out as well
0: hey hold on wait that was a call back to uh, call back to like one of our first episodes In what way Uh, remember and i ask what ball isn't curved
1: (laughs) (laughs) i i don't you know what and what's funny is being that you know we have newer listeners to which i'm not going to mention by name but she'll know (laughs) but um i get called out about this shit all the time as she's been listening to episodes and she's like yeah you don't remember you said such and such Nigga, no, <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Like, like again, like how how many times do you recall asking somebody the next day or some shit a conversation that they had with their friend the day before? Like, remember what you said, such a... nigga, no. Why would I remember that? Yeah, nah. <laughs> like, like I, oh man, it was
0: funny as fuck. I said, yeah. Damn, I what the fuck did I say? <laughs> right, and that's what I'm saying.
1: It's 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 funny because there are shit the shit that comes up every now and then, but it's like again for the people that are listening you really have to understand these are just conversations that we would have that we chose to hold off on right to have for you motherfuckers for your entertainment much. so expecting me to remember the shit that I said a week before or even a day before I don't remember this is regular conversation shit Thanks. It's you're being privy to so it's this isn't scripted none of this shit we just kind of get an idea of what we're going to talk about and sometimes we freestyle a whole fucking thing and you yeah. wouldn't even know Cuz we're that good. Cuz we, cuz we do this <laughs> right. So yeah, I think that's all I got for the Hulu shit. But then outside of that, I was gonna say there were a couple other things that from other streaming services that I still never brought up and it's been sitting here for a minute. So for HBO Max, no sudden move, which I'm sure at this point you didn't watch either. No, I ain't heard of it. No sudden move is that it's the uh, Steven Soderbergh movie with the Don Cheadle and Benicio del Toro. And John Hamm and David
0: Harbour. Okay. So and I it, need to go check that joint out. Yeah. It's a it's, it's a it's a movie or a show?
1: Oh, it's a movie. It basically is one of those things of where they it's like set in the sixties. It's either the fifties or the sixties. But basically Don Cheeto just gets out of prison and he ends up getting asked to do another job by somebody and basically oh yeah, in uh in a Kieran Culkin. So uh, Don Cheadle, Kieran Culkin, and Benicio get asked to do a job by you know somebody that's upper, and in the midst of this, some shit kind of goes wrong. I won't really get into detail with it, but yeah, it's one of those flicks of like, you know, it's it's crime, it's crime drama, shit that definitely has a interesting twist within it, and of course, the acting is top notch. So, and plus it's like, if you know Steven Soderbergh shit, I mean, you kind of know what you're getting into. So yeah, you should check that out as well. It's pretty hardcore. Let's see what
0: else.
1: I think that's all I got that's really, really worth bringing
0: up at this point. I'm trying to think. I feel like there's something else that I know we are supposed to cover, which would be.
1: You mean outside of what if and Shang-Chi, right? I was about to say, what if?
0: <laughs> well I know that yeah. I
1: figured we were we were getting to the, on the Marvel shit like because you know that's kind of a given
0: Yeah yeah no for sure for sure what if did you I, I'm sure you watched it Luckily for you I guess I well I
1: did but it took me until maybe Friday to watch
0: it I did I, I, I can I can't say that I'm not super I'm not super hyped to watch these joints i'm watching them and i'm not necessarily not enjoying them but i'm not necessarily blowing the fuck away
1: well i think we kind of mentioned that before too we were saying like yeah we're not going out of our way this ain't like stay up until three in the morning shit to watch like the other show so nah. so i mean yeah i watched it i mean it was cool i mean as far as it's exactly still again what what if needs to be it's just throw me some stories or some Altered situations, something I haven't necessarily seen before or just give me a small take on it. You Do that in a half hour. That's really all I can ask for. I'm not asking for anything groundbreaking because, again, it's fucking what if it's not, you know, concrete or anything. It's not supposed to really be changing anything. But it is. Yeah, so they say. But I, I think they're they're getting I think they're doing some extra on their own shit of the fact of even trying to always make something so concrete and being like oh well, yeah this is going to shape the, the future of blah 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 like nah, knock it off just fucking do what you're doing <laughs> right 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 stop overthinking the shit but yeah but i mean yeah like i said it's you know dr strange gets caught up in a, another situation more time loop shit
0: time loop time loop <laughs> we got to talk about that too
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot
0: about that. Yeah. Actually, well, I
1: guess it's two things. So we didn't bring up either one of those. For sure. In relation to that. But yeah, the fact that Doctor Strange in this version, Christine was played by Rachel McAdams from the movie.
0: is given a much larger role than she had in the actual movie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's funny because I was thinking that because I even when I was watching it, I was like, did they actually get her to, to voice this shit? And I looked yeah. and I was
0: like, damn, she actually did. No, come no, no. They got shit. the whole Doctor Strange, like everybody mm-hmm. from the movie right. voiced their characters.
1: Right. Well, but I was more shocked about her and Tilda Swinton because I was just thinking, yeah, they wouldn't do this shit. And I'm like, they ain't really had nothing to do, even though Tilda Swinton did come back for uh, any anyway. act. True. The, right. So that's what I'm saying. So I could kind of see her, but I'm like, Rachel McAdams had nothing to do this entire time in in fucking five years basically so it's like she almost
0: had as much to do in this episode as she had in the movie Yeah, and that's crazy (laughs) because the movie was two hours and this shit was fucking 30 minutes
1: so I mean in this version instead of it just being him in the car when he has his accident it's the both of them in the car and she dies so he doesn't lose his hands he's basically looking for mystic powers to try to undo what was done and it's basically about the uh, downside of trying to fuck with time and manipulate things that were inevitable and things turn dark. That's all I'll say.
0: Yeah. I, I kind of wonder if this, because they haven't said what exactly is supposed to be, you know, moving over or translating from, you know, whatever the, what if shit is into the live action joints. I feel like this could be, one of the things though it could be but i mean again when i'm
1: I'm still saying just no not knowing where it's going completely i'm still asking like when is enough enough that's my first thought is just saying is it necessary or you know i I don't know so it, it just it just really i don't know where they're going with this like i said you can keep connecting all these things i'm okay with just the movies and some of the shows being connected but I don't understand why bringing "what if" in there, and that was the whole point of "what if" from the comics. It was completely separate from everything else. It didn't need to be tied in. So it's like sometimes I feel like maybe they're taking all of this different timeline shit and different realities too far, where you just want to keep incorporating everything. Like we know it's a possibility, so just roll with that. Stop trying to tie in everything. That's all I'm saying.
0: Right. I mean, yeah, I'm not. I'm not super. I'm not, you know, heavily pressed to, you know. Pinpoint what's going to be What translates over But I'm just thinking Which of these things makes sense To translate That that they Can or would Want to expand on Going forward But that would probably be The most likely thing So far Because Like Strictly because of Chadwick dying Because otherwise I feel like T'Challa Star Lord Could have been a thing
1: Yeah but you're saying if they had really brought that into the MCU. Yeah, it would've been like we raw. Yeah, but I mean, but for what purpose? I mean, you know, crispy bacon, aka crisp Pratt, <laughs> right. Crisp rat. Um, still alive and kicking. So what would be the point in that? That that's what I'm just not understanding. Like,
0: no, just on some multiverse shit. I guess. But then, that, that's 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 the whole thing. I mean, honestly, any part of this shit that translates back into the live action shit is multiverse, alternate variant version type shit. Yeah, but I mean... So that's it, that's, that's what I mean. From the perspective of more variant, more multiverse shit.
1: Yeah, but if you only get two hours or so per movie, and let's say a couple of movies per year, what would be the point of even going down that path for whatever reason? When you got other Black Panther shit you could have been telling... Assuming if he was alive, there, there's so much other energy that could be focused on that rather than being like, all right, you know, just, I get it, I get it, but I'm saying, just keep that to animated. I, I don't know why that would come over to the MCU for any real reason that would really, really have done anything or really immense anything if that happened. That's what I'm not understanding.
0: I feel it. It's I don't know. This this episode was, I mean, it was it was fine i think i I liked it better than the murder mystery episode well only because the murder mystery
1: episode didn't fully fucking make sense in the way that they unveiled it
0: yeah
1: yeah had they just done you know more establishing for it that would have been a a pretty consistent solid ass episode but the fact that they just didn't do the groundwork that they should have that's where it failed yeah Yeah. I would have probably liked that one probably the best if they would have really, you know, put the time in. But true. I guess they would just feel like if they would have did a little bit more work, it would have been a little bit too telegraphed or something. So I don't know.
0: Yeah, so I think four episodes in right now, I would say T'Challa Star Lord would be number one for me. This Doctor Strange episode would probably be two for me. Then I would go with the Captain Carter, and then last the murder mystery episode.
1: I'm I'm not I'm not arguing any of that only because I think what if it's still just relative to me to me it's all on par enough where I'm not even really picking favorites like I, I kind of do have it but you know what I'm saying like as long as it's consistently interesting in some way that's all I'm really
0: asking for especially for something I did not ask for it, if that makes sense <laughs> yeah 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 I feel that I feel that too so before we get into shang chi that boy that shang chi that that shang chi before we go there which i know we gotta we gotta spend a little bit of time on some of our some of our favorite shits which i gotta thank vig for putting me on to south season two is wrapped and on the way we will have that joint very shortly and sherman showcase the official season two will be filming in january well, oh, ain't even starting to anywhere. Jesus Christ. There's so much shit happening between now and then. Hey, listen, they have it on the schedule. I'm at least excited for that because we didn't have that before. I feel it. This is true. But I mean, at least what I'm
1: also happy about the whole Southside thing is the fact that since it's supposed to be going to HBO Max, that just eliminates all of the I don't have to wait through the whole Comedy Central shit for sure for sure to yeah for run. it
0: to run and then eventually make his way to the services yeah, right because you figure just
1: like by the time i hit you to it and even when i saw it the show had already that show had
0: already aired like damn near two years previous yeah which is crazy as fuck to even think about but that is really dope that we are that we are getting that shit and um sherman showcase won a fucking emmy for costume design Wow So they over here So they (laughs) Costume Design for *Sherman* Showcase Got them a fucking Emmy Which is crazy
1: Yeah of all things Like I really didn't see that coming But yeah So big fucking shout outs To goddamn Bashir Salahuddin And
0: Diallo Riddle Absolutely And Yeah these motherfuckers Put in work And also To Fon Tigolo himself Fonte said that he is Tigolo 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 tigolo, tigolo. You know what it is He is coming back To do the music To direct music For season 2 So I'm fucking hype. Right. Because the music, the music is as much the star as anything else in that show. Facts. So more, more fucking shenanigans and bullshit from Fontaine. is amazing.
1: So obviously since I took a couple of days off, not that you would know this, but yeah, all this fucking week, guess who's been singing? Everybody is balling. I have no fucking idea why. I have not watched this shit or nothing. And for some reason
0: I've been singing it All goddamn week When I've been at work For sure And just, just around the house In general so, so this is the thing Last night When I was on my way home From Coventry Grabbing tacos So I could go see The shang Chi For the second time I cut that shit on And repeated it And played it like Seven or eight times Before I got home Wow Pulled up in the driveway Windows down Volume Max. <laughs> it's talking about oh ball 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 <laughs> <laughs> everybody ballin' from sea to sea. <laughs> Woo! Well,
1: you man. know what I think I I think the thing was triggering me with that. I think it had to be me on social media just looking and it was just triggering me in that whole shit of like yeah, everybody only shows their highlights and not, which is you great. Know, not the fuck ups. And then that's what just kind of had me like, "Yep, everybody's balling." Because like, <laughs> hey, you can't sell nobody nothing on these social medias. Like Jesus Christ, it's all good. Yep, we all out here on vacation,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. Post it on the social media. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Stu, what up, my G? What's poppin', what's poppin', man? Appreciate you tapping in. Yes, Jay man, listen, remember, Stewart. people, remember, you can tap in with us live. We are on Twitch typically every Saturday yesterday because of some obligations and some maneuvers that had to be made. We had to call an audible. We're recording on Sunday. But typically, Saturdays, you can catch us live on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. But prefer you go ahead and rock with us over here on that twitch though player because if you are an amazon prime subscriber you also can subscribe to our show at no cost to you and with that being said it would still pay and support the gang which we appreciate you know tap in with your boys and that way you can also communicate with us in the chat talk to us about your opinions and thoughts on the subjects as well you know and 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 who doesn't want to do that or you can just wait and catch us live typically on Sunday, hitting all the social or streaming platforms where you get podcasts fed into your ear portal. What
1: the fuck? I just thought about that. You said the, uh, the so the gang could get paid. Nigga, can I see accountant? I'm just asking for accounting. That's all the fuck I'm asking for. Like, why is that so hard? To get accountant in this bitch,
0: nigga, that's what I to know. I'm definitely about to replace one of these joints with. <laughs> you are in breach of contract, <laughs> and you are fired. Yeah, I mean that would be nice. You know, what I'm saying I genuinely have not looked at it to see if we have made anything to even cash that bitch out. Well, yeah, because you, you know, because I mean, nigga, you know. I haven't checked my, I haven't checked my OnlyFans in like six months, and I went on there and checked that shit the other day. Because of the whole, you know, them changing the policy up or whatever. And then reneging and saying, never mind, never mind, stay. Right. So I went on there and I, and I looked at my statement and was like, oh, shit. A couple hundred dollars sitting in this bitch. Because niggas are still subscribed. And I don't even post on that hoe no more. Wow. So I'm just like, oh, oh you guys are. Drawn titties. You guys are great. <laughs> on, I feel like I need to send everybody a message like, thanks, guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you should. I mean, you know, you got that people connection. Hey, man, somehow, some way. But oh, my uh, bad.
1: And what up, Jerry? Since I haven't been looking on the, the Facebook shit and. I don't know what movie we were talking about, Burner, if you had questions or if you were still watching on the Facebooks. but Oh, no, yeah. I was not looking at the but Facebooks you know because you know I what was thing? watching the well, Twitch. Well, that's the sort of thing. And that's why I was like, I'm sitting over here watching Twitch and I thought you might have been watching Facebook, but I forgot you're actually doing the opposite. So that's why I said I didn't bring my laptop because I'm usually checking the Facebook, but it's fine. But yeah, Jerry's been in there. Uh,
0: there is somebody the watching us on YouTube, too damn that's great what are the odds um,
1: <laughs> yeah but that's what i was trying to remind myself to start doing we need to start doing fucking recaps of at least whatever we watched or talked about because then that way it just make it easier to be like yeah nigga check out uh blah 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 and whoopty whoop and all that shit so i'm gonna start marking. well yeah
0: i mean as we get ready to go into our final subject here for the afternoon We covered a few streaming service picks, starting with Vacation Friends. Oh, you want to do it now? Yeah, fuck it, why not? With uh, Lil Rel, which did great for him, great numbers, and John Cena. It was a pretty funny joint, so you guys should check that out. That was on the Hulus. Uh, as far as what's on the
1: Hulus, and yeah, check out that. Check out uh, Barb and Star, go to Vista Del Mar with Kristen Wiig, and yeah, just more comedy shit overall and then also still comedy tip hulu palm springs with andy sandberg and then you also said uh nine perfect strangers
0: yes nine perfect strangers yeah all this shit yep. is
1: hulu so i guess go yeah, hulu, hulu. hulu
0: was cooking this week they weren't playing no games right and then
1: outside of that hbo max you can also check out a uh, no sudden move which has been there for the last couple of months or so crime drama that kind of shit and then outside of you know what if we normally talk about Marvel shit? You know, almost every week. So, stat.
0: Precisely. So, those are the things we have covered thus far. As we roll into our final subject for this episode, that Shang-Chi. Shang G.
1: That, yeah, that Shang G is
0: Shang. He a G. <laughs> right. he,
1: I know why they call him Shang G. He Shang and the Gian. Yeah, that Shang G. That but that boy was woo, woo. That that dude boy was doing some chop sake, I swear. <laughs>
0: hey. <laughs> Listen, I can definitely say that particularly the fight on the side of the building, I ain't no spoilers uh, on the Shang chat, but the fight on the side of the building, hand-to-hand combat, and then the subsequent fight, the short fight indoors with with his trainer from when he was younger, was very close to raid level hand-to-hand. To who level? To raid. Oh, raid. I guess. But really just that though. I, I can't say that I can't say that uh, the rest of the of the hand to hand in the movie was necessarily that level but and and, and, the, and the first fight.
1: Which first fight? The bus fight. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm like because you got to be specific
0: because I'm like you could be talking about the parents. Oh no, 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 no. Or or no. Because or or I, I, would, I wouldn't really compare none of the Crouch and Tiger style shit. Well,
1: okay. I feel you. But yeah. That's what I'm saying. You like the, the outside of the building scaffolding shit. I didn't, like I said, it was fine. I didn't give a shit about that. I was more about the bus fight and some of the other stuff that followed after. I mean, yeah, him fighting with his original trainer, but that was still inside and yeah. not on the scaffolding shit. Like I said, scaffolding things is kind of like, it, it's cool, but I don't know. Like, I, it just wasn't my thing per se, but everything else that was more straightforward, hand-to-hand, and done, not in such dark. I don't know if it was maybe the theater I was in was a little bit darker.
0: Hey, no side. bullshit, bro. Like it's a thing, not at all to cut you off. But it's 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 a it's a thing where the theaters are trying try to save on bulb life, so they run them at mm. like sixty percent instead of maxed out. Because and I know that. Yeah, so we went to go see. I can't remember what we went to go see at this point, but when we were in there, it was so fucking dark that three or four people got up and complained
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they ran it back. And all of a sudden it was bright as fucking clear as day. Oh. Gotcha. And I almost wanted to go and do that when we went to go see Shang-Chi. I was lightweight frustrated because like it was that. And a few of the other scenes were darkest shit and i'm like i know that this is not how this looked. well i felt was, like i had on 3d glasses
1: it was the only issue i had was just nothing more than the stuff on the side of the building that was it everything else was perfectly fine for me and i mean my eyesight ain't even quite what it used to be but i was totally cool with everything else like i could see everything perfectly fine but yeah i definitely like bus scene a lot better than that i don't know like i said it's just even i guess still like i said me seeing whatever they showed in the trailer was still a lot better when I actually saw the full scene, because I didn't give a shit about the way it looked in the trailer, but it was way right, right, right. more impressive actually seeing all of the stuff that they didn't show in the trailer a Pineapple Chris. So, yeah, but overall, okay, so the point is, people, Sean, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Sean, is Americanized as, or they actually Chinese? I guess they were Chinese, right? Yeah. So him kicking it with his best friend, who I can't remember, we'll be just going to say Aquafina, Katie. Oh, Katie. Yeah, I don't remember that shit. Well, what I just saw that, it last night. so... Well, well I guess that helps. I ain't it since <laughs> Thursday, so, anyway, like, yeah, you know, you know, well, I wasn't about to go super racist, but I mean, see, sometimes, no, 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 nigga, listen, because I was in the theater <laughs> struggling. I
0: ain't gonna lie to you, man. I really like, nigga, like no bullshit, because because this, this is this is where it finally become different. You know what I'm saying? Because it was a whole thing about family, but like, nigga, at the same time though, nigga, like since they was Asian, nigga, it was family. Nigga, <laughs> I was just like, please. Of these. Like when she, when they, when he came to her house in the morning to pick her up, and they started talking, kind of family shit. I was just waiting on one of them to say family, nigga, because I was going to die, nigga. Wow, family. And then, and then, right. And every time somebody, somebody did say family, it was one of the ones that spoke good English. So I was like, weak. But see, he was, I like, think he was they like, did that purposely. Your
1: family needs you. And I was like, no, that's not how you they pronounce it. They did that it. because they didn't want your racist ass making fun of <laughs> you. You know, up in that bitch talking about Robster Cross or some <laughs> shit like that. So, and I'm sorry, folks. I didn't make that shit up. I, Robster Cross sticks with me since the days of fucking Revenge of the Nerds. So blame 80s movies for the most racist-ass Asian shit you could think of outside of everything from the Looney Tunes from the fucking 40s and 50s, especially during goddamn World War II, you see the worst shit of the worst shit ever in regard to Asians. So I understand it. So the same way that the niggas get all the coon shit and the the bone-in-the-nose shit, I totally get it because we have completely been fucked in both of those aspects. But it's hard to get rid of the instinct (laughs) to be... A racist dickhead to say some funny shit when it just happens to fit, but you know nowadays y'all motherfuckers are so sensitive. You got to be like, yeah, I'm about to curb that funny until yeah, you can't stop streaming, <laughs> you motherfuckers. Anyway, so yeah, so Sean and Katie, two best friends, parking cars, and well, actually, I, I should I said backing up. The story actually starts off with Sean's father since he's been uh, living for quite some time due to the power of the, the 10 rings. And he's had many of battles and conquered many of things over the years. And then it goes to present date where Sean and Katie are hanging out. And then all of a sudden a fight ensues on the bus, which a, a big set piece of an action piece that was actually pretty goddamn entertaining kicks it off. It was. And she's like, who the fuck are you? And then it sets off set and sail for them the head to the East, as they say. For the rest of the story to unfold, because obviously Sean's father is now looking for him and trying to figure out what's what. So Sean's now looking for his sister. So the story really revolves around, and I'll actually give him props in, in the sense of, you know, obviously none of this is spoilery, but with them actually, me understanding them making a uh, sympathetic villain in a sense. For sure, The fact of understanding that by the time You're like why the fuck is this nigga Such an asshole and then I'm understanding It's like because it kind of ended up Not really being his fault And understanding that he was just a heartbroken ass nigga That lost his wife and then He ended up doing shit that he thought Was necessary but just ended up being A little bit too far so In that sense he's actually Sympathetic and you know you don't Necessarily want to see him <clears throat> Taken out if, if that's what Shang-Chi was trying to do like you're like no he's you know he's cool he just misses his wife and he loves his kids and he doesn't know how to handle it yeah and I
0: mean with what he with his backstory in the beginning it low-key for as old as he is and the times that he lived through right what he was doing is what everybody was doing right because of the 10 rings he was winning. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, he wasn't really bad necessarily. I mean, mm. fucking King Arthur and whoever the fuck else you can name was going around conquering shit, my nigga. Like, pick your favorite figure from any point in fucking like old history and shit. Niggas was going around conquering other shit and, I, and building the empire. I
1: did not understand that until you said that, my brother, because you are right. We are so trained to accept the fact of when the white man runs around to conquer. It's accepted. Exactly. But when there's any type of man of color that then defends his home or goes to conquer more worlds, we say, oh my God, it's evil. But is the white man not inherently evil? All right, I'm done. Mm. So anyway, so basically, you know, the movie surrounding family and Chopsaki. that was racist. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Martial arts. <laughs> this This movie definitively is it seems to be doing well especially on on the front of if you're not even into MCU shit, you're not into Marvel shit you will probably like this movie for sure it is a definitive it is an Asian fantasy film in that sense with some dope ass fight choreography and the characters and everything else are fully enjoyable in that way of if you have, like I said, if you've never seen anything, it ties into some of the other previous Marvel movies. But you do not have to have seen any of them for this to work for you, being that this is an origin film, but it is completely enjoyable. It's funny. The actions there, all of those qualities the things that you would expect them to put in a movie, they did it in this one. So it's completely enjoyable on all of those fronts. And I've had to say, just like the hymn to anybody else, this is another one of those scenarios of I was completely thrown off at the fact that that I went into this not expecting much. I didn't like any of the trailers from the beginning, but going in to see this with low expectations, I really came out of this shit liking it. And yes, I do
0: suggest that you go see the movie. So absolutely. And listen, I went into the shit not liking any of the trailers and also not really expecting much from the shit. So with that being said, for me to walk into this joint, I saw a few reviews going into it ahead of time. At the moment, it currently is still holding uh, a solid ass 99 fucking percent on Rotten Tomatoes with verified reviews from people who had to prove that they saw the shit, which is fucking crazy, with over a thousand reviews at the Mm -hmm. moment. And I think 96% audience. So... Both sides of it, the numbers are high, which is great. I just didn't, I didn't think that this shit was going to be great. But everybody said that it was going to be crazy. We had a little bit of discussion about it. I did see. <laughs> so we know, we know Campy said, I liked it more than Endgame. I see what he was saying. I see what he was saying from that perspective of knowing that the first two hours of in game after you saw it the first time and you, and you fucking had your fucking everything is amazing. God was on because it's in game and you excited and you hype for it. The first two hours of end game drags like fuck. And I didn't. And like at this point, even the first time I saw it, I didn't give a fuck about some of those moments. Thor with his right. crying to his mom and fucking and and Tony in the elevator with his dad and, and, and Cap in Peggy's office. I didn't give a fuck about all that shit. I genuinely didn't. And now when I go back and watch it. I will definitely. Skip the fuck out that first two hours. To get to the final battle. Which nothing beats. Nothing beats the final hour or end game. But that first two hours. That's two thirds of the fucking movie. That a nigga really didn't give a fuck about. Or doesn't give a fuck about at this point. Should I say. So in totality yeah I can say I overall enjoy this more than Endgame, game but I can't say that anything beats that final hour in game that's just untouchable gotcha so I can see what he's saying is, is is what I'm getting at I got you and I would also say that this is high on the on, again I gotta I gotta go back through the list I gotta put down the whole list and look at the rankings but this is very very high for me. On the origins list.
1: Right. Like I said, it is. Like I said, as far as origins, and I mean, there's not, like there, like I said, there are some, but yes, as far as the origins go, yeah, it's definitely high on the origins list.
0: I feel like the only one that, well, the only ones that people could compare, I would say, would probably be Iron Man and Guardians for people who really like Guardians.
1: Right, because I mean, you know it ain't Captain Marvel,
0: you know it ain't Ant-Man, you know it ain't, um... It ain't Thor. It ain't Captain America. It well, ain't even
1: Thor, in a way, wasn't really an origin story. Why you say that? Because he was already Thor.
0: Yeah, you're right. So,
1: yeah, it's really only like you know Cap. And... Well,
0: I guess in a sense of just first movies with this with the character.
1: Well, I feel you, but I mean, even still, because uh... depending on well, no, even still, I would say Shang Chi wasn't. Fully Shang Chi until the end, so that's why I would say I would still say origin, but Thor didn't change. Right, right, right. So that's why I just said no. Nah, I don't really count it with that. I get what you're saying, but nah if I'm just thinking really origin, yeah, it's I, just, I just mean that- when I say
0: even when I'm saying origins in this sense, granted everybody does kind of have an origin, but I mean like shit, even but Spider Man wasn't even an origin because he mm-hmm. was already fucking Spider Man. Right. I'm just saying the first our first movie with each character, should I say so.
1: Right. Well, you know, I'll say, I guess I'm semantics in the sense that I'm just really separating because there are, you know, quite a few that we watched that even if they went and did a a fast forward or went back. The point is is that they weren't who they ended up becoming at the beginning of the movie. Like they were just whatever they were regular before shit happened. Right. Or before they got together kind of thing.
0: Well, yeah, I definitely would say that Sean, she is a joint that should be seen. ASAP. Granted, now, they also shortened the theatrical window on this one to 45 days. So it will be hitting the will be hitting a streaming at home much sooner than everything else, which typically has that 90 day theatrical window and then has some pause between before going into streaming. But after 45 days, this will go streaming. If you are still not comfortable with uh, rolling into the theaters, because they have released the uh, capacity limitations on theaters. Granted, even with that, there are still not a whole lot of people. I've been to the theater quite a few times. And
1: that's what I I had a conversation with somebody about. And it's like, I can't speak for everybody or every place, but I don't know what y'all be thinking. But every time I've been to the movies in the last, three or four times that I've been, I guess in 2021, been there's, a quarter there's been shit. You saying a quarter? Dude. Not I'm even Swearing. It, it has only been like maximum 20 people, 20 ish people. Yeah. Every time I've been in the theater. And when I went to go see a quiet place, it was only me and that other lady and guy together. There was yeah. either father and daughter or they were on a date, one of the two, but i mean, like, it was only the three of us in there. Yeah. So every other time I've been sitting, I've I've had like when I went to go see uh, Shang-Chi, it was one other dude in my row all the way at the other end. <laughs> so like I said, and I'm I'm always got the aisle seat, so I'm sitting there at the aisle. He was all way in the seat next to the aisle seat, so he was that far down. There was probably some people in the row behind me, in the row behind that. I don't think there was anybody in the row in front of me. And then like I said, it was scattered about, so it's like. If you're thinking, it's like, eh, and all these people on top of you, like, I don't know what y'all been looking at, but when I've been going on Thursday nights for, you know, first night viewing kind of shit, nah, them theaters have not been full. They've been perfectly fine in the capacity of, ain't nobody all up on me, I'm cool.
0: And then the thing is too, with the like particular theaters, like like a Willoughby, for example, and there are quite a few doing it now, but a lot of the theaters... Have adopted assigned seating Which I really hated the thought of at first Cause I'm like mm-hmm. nah I just like to pull up Get there on time Get my seats in the middle with the middle And you know halfway up Halfway across You know what I'm saying I'm dead center and enjoying that I do like thinking Oh shit I'm gonna go see this on Thursday And on Monday going and grabbing tickets And locking in my seat I'm not even mad at it I've I've, I've changed my ways So you know you can see how many people are even there, you know, or, or already have tickets locked in before you go in, you can choose your seats. You can you can particularly choose to put one seat in between you and the person that you're going with and then just say, fuck that shit and just occupy that other seat. <laughs> like nobody's necessarily people are intentionally going in there and looking at the seat map and not getting seats next to strangers and shit. Like exactly. That's, that's kind of dope. So it's realistically speaking, you are. By comparison, The way that that shit is set up, you're around more people at the gas station, the grocery store, family dollar, or any of those other places than you are at the theater. And then even if you have the same amount of people in the grocery store as you have in the movie theater, like you're further away sitting in your fucking seats in a row more than likely damn near by yourself at the theater. So if you are comfortable going, get up and go. <laughs> Give it a shot. Why the fuck not? And go see some shit, particularly Shang-Chi. I think the most packed theater I've been in has been uh, third the Thursday night at Candyman. Had the most people that I've seen since niggas started going back after the pandemic. Mm. And I mean, that... What that says to me is our market is niggas because <laughs> everything else like free guy, maybe 10 people fucking, I mean, even, even Sean, Chi last night, it was, it was only like 20 some people candy, man might've been like 50 motherfuckers in there. Right. So, you know, whatever. But as of right now, that joint has smashed the labor day box office record, which was previously held by the 2018 Halloween at 30 million. It looks like the projection is 71 million, which would make this the second highest uh, post pandemic opening weekend behind black widow. And if it does this on the same track, it'll do like 84 by the uh, end of tomorrow for the, for the long holiday. I know why.
1: Chinese Black Panther. (laughs) (laughs) You right. Think, Mark. Think. Chinese Black Panther. (laughs) All right, man. Is there anything else we got to
0: cover before we wrap this? Family. Family always. Just so y'all know. Listen, man, if y'all got questions, concerns, comments, show topics, you want to send those joints to us, go ahead and do so at at gmail.com. We appreciate y'all tapping in, tuning in. As always, you can catch us live on Saturdays. We are on Twitch. We are on YouTube. We are on Facebook Live. Make sure y'all follow the gang. I just happen to be BKA Watts on the streaming platforms and my partner, Vigatron999 family. As always family y'all already know what it is man we'll catch y'all on the next joint if you're not tapping in with us live then you will hear us when you hit or when we hit the streaming platforms uh which we do typically on sundays this week's episode will be out on monday catch y'all on the next one love peace and goddamn chicken grease living our life one quarter mile at a time for family